Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Inflation is a symptom of a sick world economy, one suffering from too much money chasing too few goods and services. That was true of the pandemic period, but it is ending. Inflation's drop from an 8.7% pace globally in 2022 is just one sign of the world economy healing. While supply shocks remain a risk, demand is moderating and supply is recovering without a severe economic contraction. And this is, of course, good news. But should investors still pay attention to falling inflation? Well, joining me on the phone today is Audrey Ho, who is an investment counselor at Citibank Singapore. Audrey, welcome to the show. Hi, Hongbin. Afternoon. Thanks for having me again. Thank you for joining me again, Audrey. You know, Audrey, it looks like with several economic data out in recent weeks, giving us clues about the U.S. economy, is inflation finally coming to an end or is inflation here to stay? Well, Hongbin, it's a great starting point because if one is trying to envision what the next six months is going to look mm-hmm. like, it hinges a lot on inflation, mm. right? And as you said, the direction of travel for inflation is decidedly downwards for both headline as mm-hmm. well as core inflation. So the simple fact is that shelter contributes about 30% of headline inflation and 40% of core. And there tends to be a time lag between home prices and rent falling and its impact on inflation. So we have seen the peak, very similar to over here in Singapore, where we've seen a peak home as well as rental prices. And because of this time lag effect, it paves the way for inflation to continue moderating downwards. Mm, Okay, okay. So is falling inflation and other economic developments, you know, slowly improving the outlook for bonds and equities? I mean, how much further can they grow if they are? Well, bonds tend to suffer when inflation is high mm-hmm. because purchasing power of the fixed coupons get eroded away, right? And when inflation is high, this affects consumer buying power as well as costs, which dampen companies' profits. So for sure, falling inflation does improve the outlook for both bonds and equities. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget that in 2022, because of high inflation as well as rates skyrocketing, we witnessed bonds and equities both selling off together in such a big way. And this has only happened three times in the last hundred years. Mm. So going back to your question, you know, is there room to continue growing, just plenty of room to continue growing, just based on the very low base from where we started? Okay. Well, then should investors still pay attention to falling inflation? I mean, what risks can falling inflation bring? Isn't it good news all around? (laughs) Yes, definitely. I mean, given inflation is a key driver of Mm -hmm. interest rates, definitely keep paying attention to it. I guess if we're talking about risk, it comes when instead of this inflation, which is so-called falling inflation, where instead of this inflation, you get deflation. This is something that has been happening to Japan for decades, where Mm. inflation is negative. So this is something, it's difficult for a government to manage that, because if you as a consumer, you think that the item you want to buy is going to get cheaper in six months' time, you're just going to hold off the purchase, and that vicious cycle continues. Mm -hmm. So when an economy experiences deflation, there is unlikely to be wage growth for employees as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that said, I don't think that's a real concern right now for most developed market economies. Okay. Well, it looks like despite the falling inflation, some investors, they're saying they won't allocate more to bond investments because Mm -hmm. rates will stay higher for longer. And on the other side, there's others saying that they will not allocate more to equity 
40s because of an impending recession. Why is there an inconsistency in the views? Well, certainly we are hearing this a lot from our clients as well. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I like to share with them is that in investing, it's not just about reading the headline news. Mm-hmm. Everyone has access to CNBC and Money FM and CNA, <laughs> yeah. right? So how one interprets the news ahead of others is how money is made. Mm. The fact is markets are always forward-looking. So by the time the information is confirmed to be so-called factual, the asset itself is already at fair value. So if we can break this down objectively, yes, even if rates stay higher for longer, as long as the direction of travel on where they are headed, that is downwards, regardless mm. of how long it takes, This should convince investors to add bonds to their portfolio, especially since this is a very rare moment in history where we have seen almost three consecutive years of negative bond returns. This hasn't happened before. And on the equity space, earnings for companies have also bottomed out mm-hmm. last year and the rest of the industries this year. So analysts, as well as the companies themselves, they have started to revise estimates upwards. So all of these is despite so-called recessionary fears. Mm. So there will always be what is, you know, what if there is a recession, what if rates continue to stay high, Mm -hmm. but it's important to understand as investors what we are buying and why we are buying it. Okay, well, I mean, despite the fact that there are these questions of what ifs remaining, markets, you know, they are responding quite positively to the reported declines in inflation Mm. with, of course, the S&P 500 having, I feel like the best November of this year. But (laughs) But should investors still stay cautious about this recent rally? Well, nothing is a straight line, mm. nor will we make gains without volatility. But there are good reasons to mm. see more positivity ahead. As I mentioned, the Fed, is they aren't hiking anymore, yep. and earnings are also improving. Okay, so then how should investors take advantage of this current rally, but also, you know, at the same time, allocate their assets safely that will help mitigate the risks? Should we still go overweight on equities? If we take a step back, we realize that the rally this year has been extremely focused mm-hmm. on the Magnificent Seven. Right. Outside of tech and the large caps in the US and, well, to a certain extent, Japanese and Indian equities, mm. the economic recovery is actually still in its early stages in other industries and other geographical regions. So this dispersion does present us with very good opportunities especially with the drivers mentioned earlier on lower rates as well as earnings. So, for example, in our regular monthly podcast for Mm -hmm. clients, we recently did an episode on valuations around the world. You know, we made a case for small and mid-cap companies. This is a space that is not often considered by investors that has lacked the broader market in terms of economic recovery. So, you know, if you're interested, just Google City Market Watch. It's hosted on our website under Wealth Insight. But ultimately, as investors, I think we should all do our homework. We should understand what we are investing in. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's the best way to mitigate risks. Okay, speaking of doing our homework, I'm going to take a cheat sheet and just ask you about this next question. Sure. <laughs> Instead of, you know, other than bonds and equities, are there any other asset classes that stand to benefit from the falling inflation? Apart from equities and bonds, cash, I guess. <laughs> you, you get to buy more of everything if the prices would just yeah. stop going up. Yeah. Alrighty, so well, it looks like cash is always still going to be king. But other than that, is there anything else investors should be looking out for in the next couple of weeks that could, you know, shift the sentiment surrounding falling inflation? 
Well, of course, there are your usual data points on consumer and producer's price index, so that's mm-hmm. CPI as well as DPI. Going into winter, and especially more for the energy-sensitive regions like Europe, all prices, that could an indicator as well. Mm-hmm. And lastly, I would say wage growth and hourly earnings, both of these are released together with jobs data. Mm-hmm. This will also give us clues on the strength of the U.S. consumer, which could point us in a certain direction for a sentiment surrounding inflation. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Audrey, for your time and your insights today. Thank you. Thanks, Hongbin. Thank you. We've been speaking with Audrey Ho, who is the investment counselor at Citibank Singapore. I'm Hongbin Jung, and this has been Money in the Market. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.